Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 228 of the Worship Probs podcast. If you're new to us, thanks for joining us. Thanks for finding us. Here's what we're about. There are three words. They all start with E. Entertain, encourage, and equip. That's what we try to do every week on the podcast. I hope you will experience that to be true. You know, yeah. if if not, it's okay. It's we'll okay. get you next time. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> we do ask one thing of you. If you would go to Apple Podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, and leave us a five-star rating and a really nice review, we would be so grateful. Yeah, we would. And speaking of gratitude, Big Yonce. I know. Just I'm just grateful. Just gracias. I'm just grateful. So right? much. M- muchas. <laughs> you know, last week you were exposed. <laughs> I know. No hablo, ing- no hablo inglés. <laughs> I know. And that was in the uh, description of the podcast episode. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. Thanks, Allie. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Allie, Allie was like, do you think this is okay with Jen? Because all I, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> so, and you're like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. And the Mandalorian. That's picks. our, yeah. Yeah. That's our typical answer. Someone a- sends one of us something. Do you think that'd be fine? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They'll yeah, be fine. No They'll be fine. It'd be totally fine. Ask forgiveness Ask, rather than it, permission. That's the go-to line. And I think that that's okay. That's how I live. So, <laughs> man, it's so good to be back today. Uh, we've got our uh, ever-popular prayer concerns. And we have, we a, we have a special edition. Special we, edition. We have another run of the uh, Ruin the Song title by changing yes. one word. <laughs> yes. These yes. Are the, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. This. Uh, yeah, it, it's so good. And they, <laughs> they keep coming in, too. Do they There's, really? They can, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to figure out some other things to do, like ruin a sermon series title oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Because that's what we're about. We want to ruin stuff and then, and then laugh at it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's going to be great. We, uh, we've we got a DM that we're going to be tackling. Uh, this one came through and it said, we're not getting any support from our senior leader. What do we do? Ooh. So that's 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 yeah. a that's serious. That's a big one. Some, I yeah, can't wait to hear yeah. the wisdom that you have uh, on that particular topic. Well, let's hope by the time we get there, I find (laughs) something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then we're going to be sharing a really great conversation we got to have with Michael Cochran from Cochran and Co. He was a fun guy. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. So, man, we got some good stuff today. Yes, we do. Hey, just let me take a second, share a little something from my friend Jen about Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use People. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. 
And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Brian, Uh-oh. I beat you to it. Yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> I'm fear. Every hair on my arm just stood. Oh, no, no. I got it. I'm like, oh. it's an easy one. It's an easy oh, okay. one. Okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. Spring, spring is in the air. Yeah. It's allergy things, season. Allergy season. The, the, the weather's warming up over there in Indiana, mm-hmm. right? The deck's mm-hmm. open. Yeah. The, the deck's deck open. open. The, uh, the grill, yes. the, uh, the trifecta of meat cooking yes. is back in business. <laughs> So what is, what is your favorite meat to cook in whatever, uh, whatever you, you smoke stuff, you grill stuff. Mm, I don't, I don't know mm. everything you're doing out there, uh, but what, what's your favorite? Cause I know you Boy. like those, uh, what are those, those, those hot dog burger things that you the flat ones? Yeah. The, yeah round, round dogs. Yeah. You got yeah, the round dogs, round, round dogs, you do classic hot dogs. I see you doing, you know, the chicken yeah. burger things all the time. Like yeah, you do yeah. it all. What's Gosh, fake? Jen, I'll be honest with you. I love them all. <laughs> I, I, I love them all. Um, I will say, so if you asked Kim and I, Kim would give you a different answer than I'm going to give you, but I, I'm really into just the classic burger on the grill right yeah. now. Okay. We've got a really good butcher shop that we go get some prime uh, burger meat from and patty nice. those bad boys out. Lo- I love that. Kim, uh, that same butcher shop, they sell a prime filet and those are expensive we don't do that all the time but when we do i like to smoke those oh. and then do a little do a little reverse sear at the end with fini- you know some finishing butter the finishing you know, butter wait the, what's a reverse sear what is that so um <laughs> a lot of times uh hi- you know historically you would sear the steak first so you put a nice crust on and then you maybe cook it indirect for right. the rest of the time till it comes to temp so reverse sear is when sear happens at the end. So mm. I would I would I smoke these fillets on the Traeger until they get to about 140, 142. And then I throw them on the blackstone with, wow. with the little butter and uh do them about 90 seconds aside. And man, it is chef's kiss. Wow. My lady is very happy I when bet. those are on the menu. I bet. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I don't so. know why I used this topic because I'm hungry and now my stomach is growling. <laughs> this was a horrible, horrible decision on my part. I love it, no, man. man. It's, it's been, uh, yeah, it's, we hit, we, uh, we had, uh, okay. So we had a week of like upper seventies mm-hmm. and then this past Monday it snowed. Oh my gosh. And then today it's going to be in the eighties again. So oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It, the weather's been a little all over the place. It's like a teenage here, girl but... over there. It's the... <laughs> 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 so many ups and downs. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, man. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, we, uh, worship karaoke. We've got two episodes out there. The mm-hmm. second episode with, uh, Onage is out and you got to check that out, man. He is just a blast. Episode three is coming May 1st. Uh, so check that out on our socials. You can see episode one and two out there and Make sure you follow us on the tubes, on the YouTube, on the at Worship Probs, on the YouTubes. Uh, go subscribe to our channel and you can you can see them there as well. Um, you know, we've got opportunities for you to get involved, become an insider uh, on Patreon. So many of you have so far. We're really grateful for that. And we're going to start scheduling those uh, insider perks. Like there's some, like a monthly Zoom and there's, you know, people 
who have signed up to have us evaluate their uh, live stream or, or right. do some coaching on their leading. Like there's all kinds of opportunities there. So, um, and if you're a part of a conference, you want to have us come and MC. Uh, if you like the foolishness that happens here on the podcast every week, you can get, you can dig deep into that, man. Yeah. If you bring oh, yeah. us in person. You bring us in person. So yeah. So you should do it, man. Should do it. We would love totally that. Totally do it. We totally would love do that. it. Well, you know what else I think we should totally do? What should we totally do? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, uh, this segment, it just lives on and I, it makes me so happy every time I see an email come in with a prayer concern. And so we got the OG prayer concerns, which is just like sharing the roasts of your congregation. Like they don't like what you did or they don't right. like that you didn't do this or it was loud or the lights were in my eyes or why the smoke and why are you have jeans on? Why are you have a hat on? All, all kinds of stuff. That's, those are the originals. Um, every now and then we'll supplement in a little different kind of prayer concern. So about a, oh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month, we put up a post, ruin a worship song title yeah. by changing one word in the <laughs> title, you know, ruin a worship song. And this, this post has over 1500 comments. You guys, your creativity is unbelievable. So today we're going to share uh, prayer concerns, which is, it's a special edition, ruin a song, ruin a worship song by changing one word in the title. So I got five of these. Awesome. So let's uh, dive right in. Prayer concern number one. This is amazing bass. <laughs> yes, I'm you know, here for that. When you get a little amazing bass, yep. like that's that's, yep. that's that's I love it. I at, love right? that. Yep. Number two, prayer concern number two. I could sing of your lover forever. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> A little song of songs on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right? A little OT on that one. Yep. It's all good. Um, okay. <laughs> Number three. I am afraid of God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, afraid yep, of yep. God. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Number oh. four. We're, we're ruining uh, worship song titles by just changing one word. Uh, blessed insurance. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! These man, these people are getting clever here. <laughs> oh gosh. This is and okay. This last one. This this is the last one. Number five. We're going to ruin a, a worship song title by changing one word. This comes from our friend Chelsea Olson, and she just it just says "You Cray," the Lauren Daigle song instead of "You Say." Oh, you, you Cray. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. 
<laughs> oh man. So fam, just look for that post. It's not too, too far back. And if you want to add some of your own, uh, of course, if you have OG prayer concerns, you got roasted by your congregation for something. Uh, and the reason we do that is we want to, we want to, if we can make you laugh, it'll just remind you you're not alone in ministry. Uh, so many of us are wrestling with the same stuff. And yeah. so uh, you can send that to us. You can DM those to us on any of the socials. Uh, you can also email us info at worshipleaderprobs.com, which is, of course, our former name. Uh, and we're working to change that if, <laughs> if you're a spy listening to the podcast. So uh, our DMs are always open and uh, we're always wrestling with uh, your questions. So now it's time to slide into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by the Worship Probs Patreon. The Worship Probs Patreon, I guess I should say, right? Uh, thanks so much to all of you that are already supporting us on Patreon. We're working on some really cool stuff for our Patreon insiders. Uh, we, if you would enjoy like a monthly Zoom connection with us or coaching on your live stream, your worship, your worship leading, maybe some coaching for your team. Uh, if you've ever wanted to ask the big room question on the podcast, you know, we, we end every interview with that question. Uh, there are opportunities for all of those. You can become an insider on Patreon by clicking on the link in our bio. Had a little, I had a little leader slip in there. Oops. Yeah, you, can, you cannot say it. Can't say it. I know. I wonder, we should probably have Allie take care of that in post. <laughs> Just beep it. Just beep it. Um, okay. Jen mentioned earlier, we got a humdinger of yeah. a, uh, a DM to, to tackle today. Uh, we're not getting any support from our senior leader. What do we do? <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm like, does that, I'm like, does it mean they're senior pastor? Do they yeah, have a, so. like a leader so. over them, like in their department? Oh man, the that's... Nat- I think this one was senior pastor related, um, and that's a really tough. It is because really that relationship needs to be hand in glove, right? Um, right. And if you're not, if you're not feeling support, you know, th- here's the thing: I don't know a lot of people who love confrontation. <laughs> I tend to not gravitate towards those kinds of people. Right. Uh, I certainly am not a person who uh, enjoys confrontation. But I think a conversation has to take place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it doesn't have to be confrontational. It probably to you is going to feel confrontational. Yeah. That doesn't mean it is confrontational. I'd, I'd have some notes written out. I'd maybe even practice this conversation with somebody. Yeah. And just to say, hey, you know, we, uh, and, and approaching your senior pastor, not in the way that says, hey, why are you doing this? Or you're yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah. But it just says, hey, we embrace, uh, we value, we love you as our leader. We love what you're doing. We want to position you uh, t- to win. We want to position the the service so that when you get up to, to deliver the word, yeah. the people are ready, their hearts are open. We want to set the table really well for you. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like the connection is there right now. So what can we do? Yeah. Uh, and and maybe what can we partner on to help improve that? Yeah, yeah. Because and if you say it, we we feel a little bit like there's you know when the support yeah. level isn't there, I would say be ready with some examples because sometimes yes. that oh, can yeah. come across like you're 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 speaking in obscurity and people don't know what to, it's almost like what is it you what are you looking for? Be ready yeah. to kind of uh, you know explain that. I would say this on behalf of like senior pastors, you know, 
neither of us have been one. Uh, They have such a weight on them. Oh, man. And I I tend to think that the majority of them, if you're feeling this way, like a lack of support, I I would think the majority of them, it's not an intentional type of a thing. I've actually even been under leaders where their their kind of mode of operation is like no news is good news. So they didn't Mm -hmm. communicate much, which Mm -hmm. was hard for me because I'm a big communicator. But then I had to learn, oh, well, the by not hearing from them, that actually is good. That means there's not an issue. If I'm hearing from them, yeah. then there's more issues and stuff. So it could be a little bit of a, you know, a leadership style uh, difference and whatnot. So I would say, mm-hmm. you know, give grace, uh, yeah. realize that they probably have a bajillion things going on in their head. They have all kinds of stuff that, you know, not even aware of, but I second what you're saying. A conversation mm-hmm. is the only way and a conversation with them, conversation yeah. with the senior leader, not yeah. other people in your not team, with other people, not other staff them. members. Yeah. Right. Yeah go have the conversation with, uh, with your senior leader. And like you said, be solution oriented, be positive, yeah. you know, speak to the vision and come in with a, with a mentality. It's like, Hey, I, we want all of this to win. We want success together, uh, in the ministry. And I think that that will help. That's so good. That's so good. I, you know, I remember pastor Scott being on here and saying, you know, as a senior pastor who formerly was a worship guy, yeah. Yeah. I remember him saying, remember this, that whatever you have on your plate seems overwhelming. So your pastor, your pastor has, he has his plate. He also carries your plate and every other plate as well. Yeah. You know, so he, they do, they, they feel a a different weight than we do. Mm -hmm. And, um, I can tell you this 30 years of staff ministry. I have, I have, I am not called to be a senior pastor Yeah, and, and just, just having watched, uh, how that weight plays out and, um, you know, there are all kinds of things that they have to have their eye on that we don't have to have our, our, our eye on. Right. And, uh, you know, to my credit, my, my last pastor, um, he would never want me to even have uh, confrontational conversations with people in the congregation. He would just say, they got a problem with something that happened in a service, you send them to me. Wow. Or if I had a team member who maybe wasn't... Um, wasn't happy with how they were getting scheduled or how often they were getting scheduled or, you know, we were a multi-site so, or where they were getting scheduled. You know, if if those complaints became loud and it became a, uh, like a habit or a kind of a predictable like rhythm, you could, you're going to hear this a lot from them. Mm -hmm. He would say to me, you know what, that you tell them they, they they can sing when and where you ask them, or they don't have to sing at all. They can just, you know, participate in worship from the, from the seats like the rest of us. And so, um, you know, like there, if you have a pastor like that, who's willing to say, yep, I I got this for you. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, you're, you have a very rare gift, you know, in that, but, um, but it just gives you an example of the kind of things that they carry. Absolutely. That's a, that is a, that's a heavy load. It's a special calling. So I love that you said, give grace, mm-hmm. um, be solution oriented. How can I help? How can yep. we help? Yep. Yep. So true. Yeah, that's good. Well, guys, our DMs are always open. You got a question, uh, send us a DM, literally slide into our DMs with your question. And you might hear that on the podcast at some point. Well, man, always an honor when we get to uh, I get to talk to a fellow Hoosier, like this guy, Michael and I grew up not very far from each other in slightly different eras, mm-hmm. just slightly, just slightly, slightly. Just a couple and if years. you haven't had a chance, I got to see uh, him in action on the uh, Toby Mac deep hits tour where it was him and uh, Toby Mac and uh, 
Crowder and wow. uh, man, it was just, yeah, it was fire. And so uh, you're going to really like this guy. I really, really, really encourage you to go check out his music. We don't have a lot of guys like him in the Christian field and man, in the live setting, he pulls out the harmonica and all kinds like it's, it's really, really hip. So, Hey, enjoy this conversation with Michael Cochran. Well, the Worship Leader Props Podcast is excited to have Michael Cochran with us today. Man, thanks so much for taking the time. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. This is a, I'm so pumped for this. Yeah, we're pumped, man. Yeah, Michael, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Um, we've been really excited to talk to you. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How is life? Life is crazy right now, but like a good crazy. Um, just very busy uh, and just trying to steward it all well and not, and not lose our minds. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. Well, we're going to get into some of that craziness too. And okay. You're an Indiana guy. We got two Indiana guys on here. We could feel that obvious, like godly anointing when you do <laughs> that Indiana, Indiana stuff. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Like how did, what, what brought you to where you are today? Yeah, man. Uh, gosh, I mean, born and raised in Indiana, um, don't know much of anything else. And, uh, I guess I should start, uh, as Michael Scott says at the beginning, but maybe I need to go back further, you know? Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, probably around age five or six, it became apparent to me that I was not going to make it to the NBA. Um, and me so, too, me yeah, too. <laughs> so I decided at that point, maybe I would, I would explore the arts. Um, music was a big part of my life. My grandparents, um, my grandpa was a minister and a song leader. My grandma was the church organist, still is the church organist at mm-hmm. age 94, I think. And wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my dad played some guitar, but he was just a big music fan. And so just music was everywhere. It was like, we loved it. My grandpa was always singing Gwen Miller band songs and whatever, and Gaithers. And my dad nice. was listening to oh, yeah. Jackson Brown and the Eagles oh, and Billy Joel and, and old country and stuff. And so I just loved it. I would sit and swing in my swing set and just sing like old songs, old Don Williams songs and just like old Imperial songs and whatever. And <laughs> it's all I wanted to do. Uh, so when I got old enough to start taking lessons and learning instruments and that sort of thing, uh, did the band thing in school. And then I joined my first band when I was an eighth grader and they were high schoolers and we were playing hard rock music. I was, I was drumming, man. I was the drummer (laughs) and that was my dream. I was like, I'm going to be a pro drummer. I'm going to move to Nashville and I'm going to play, you know, in bands and whatever. So I started dreaming about that dreaming about coming to Nashville after high school. Uh, maybe I would go to Belmont or something. And to me, I money meant nothing. So the concept of what it cost to actually, you know, go to college somewhere was like, I. so when that became a real conversation towards the end of high school, it was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go to a community college in Indiana and I'll take some audio recording classes instead. And so that's, <laughs> that's what I did. Uh, I started writing a ton of songs in my senior year, mostly about a girl. 
Uh, most yeah. of them really bad songs, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that'll never see the light of day. But I really, I really went to college just for the studio time. And, um, I, after that, I put a band together in college called the Michael Cochran band, <laughs> super original, uh, Rhett Walker band was getting popular at that time. And I thought, you know, I'll just piggyback off of that and we'll see what happens. And, yeah, yeah. um, man, we just, we toured around the Midwest. Uh, I was just trying to find coffee shops and, and any place that would let us come and play and maybe pay us $50, you know, so that we could afford to get home. And, um, yeah. We did that enough to where people would would uh, sometimes put us on the bill for like national acts coming through. Like uh, we opened up, you know, like Crowder or like Newsboys or some bands like that. Like, and nice. they would let us yeah. open the whole night or something, you know. Uh, so we did that a couple times and met uh, uh, some management opening for a guy named Ryan Stevenson for a few dates. Oh, yeah. And uh, they brought us to Nashville and started introducing us to record labels and. One of those labels was uh, a small label called Goatee, and uh, we just hit it off with Toby and the gang and decided that was going to be the best fit. And next thing you know, this Indiana guy that lives in a town of 600 people is, you know, getting to do some kind of fun stuff. And so we're, we're super grateful for that. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. Wow. So does your whole band, do you guys all kind of live in that same area? We did for the long time. Uh, my wife is in the band. She joined when we got married. So she plays uh, keyboard, guitar, background vocals. Um, and then for, for the longest time, wow. really until about a year and a half, two years ago, everyone else was from Indiana and they were my friends or they were, you know, musicians from other churches that we just, you know, did it together. And then when touring became more full-time, uh, it was less of like, you know, they all had regular jobs too. And they were like, you know, okay, I, you know, I'm taking off vacation time and I love it, but it's now I can't do it anymore. And so we kind of had to move on to some Nashville players and some guys that, uh, you know, can, can do it more full time. So that was hard. Cause it was like, sure. you know, I love those guys and they really, without them, I wouldn't be here. So we definitely uh, tried to honor them as we, as we moved into the next chapter. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, so you're you're a worship leader at your local church. You're a songwriter, like you said. You're touring. How do you keep up with everything? Oh gosh, well, not very well. Most of the time, it feels like. <laughs> Just being honest, uh, my church has been so gracious to me. I came on in December of 2012 uh, with them and I really had no business being hired, uh, you know, and they were just, they went out on a limb for me and they just committed to disciple me and love me. And they knew that I was pursuing artistry. And at that time it was, you know, not much was happening, but they supported it. And they were like, Hey, you know, you looks like you've already got some dates in Indiana, Ohio, whatever, like we support that, you know, we want you to build a team. And so from the get go, it's very much been you equip others to lead the worship. We don't want you to be the one man show and the rock star worship leader guy. We want you to work through others and empower them. And so that's been, that's made it possible really um, that they view my position that way. And so over the years, they've been nothing but supportive. And, and, and when I first got a big tour opportunity, it was going to be nine weeks straight. I was like, Hey guys, um, <laughs> Wow. I'm looking like I'm going to be gone for a while. If What do you think about that? And, and, you know, and it was, it was really great. Just a lot of prayer covering us in prayer. And when I, when record deal talk started coming, you know, they just prayed over us and they wanted what was best for us. And so it's been, it's been support. So that makes it 
I feel like there's breathing room and there's grace when it's like this season, you know, almost all my energy is devoted to Cochrane and company and, mm. you know, this thing that's happening that we're trying to steward for however long God lets it last. And then there's other mm. seasons where it's like, you know, it, which seems to coincide with like Christmas and Easter. It's like, yeah. you know, right. I've got to really put on the the local church hat and and be more intentional in those moments. And, um, you know, we're, uh, we've got an intern there that's, well, I guess he's not an intern now, but he's, um, he's really taken a lot of the weekly responsibilities of the worship uh, ministry. And so trying to pour into him and, and equip him. So it's, it definitely, uh, it's allowed me to have my hands off of the, the local day to day a little bit more in this particular season of life, which has helped us balance everything. I love that. I love that they're embracing what God's doing in your life and being a kind of a launching pad, uh, community. That's so important. And I love that. Um, that's Indiana people for you, man. They're good, good folk. Yeah, man. Good they, folks. They're good people. It's been, it's been <laughs> wonderful. I mean, they, you know, I, from the beginning, they've, they've said, you know, this, we view Cochrane Company as an extension of our church and, Love it. and a ministry. Yeah, and, and I see their hands in that. I mean, I see the songs I write and just the way that I went from this young, dumb, immature 19 year old kid to, hopefully a little bit less dumb, a little bit less immature, <laughs> you know, 30, 30 year old now that, that they've raised up and sent out into the world. So. That's so cool. That's so cool. I'm glad things are going so well for you, man. Uh, you had a song, Don't Lose Hope, that was featured on a new episode of CBS's MacGyver, which is <laughs> so cool. So, okay. I got a question. Let me, let me roll a scenario at you. The three of us are being held captive in like some type of cave. And all you have is a paper clip, a rubber band, and some hand sanitizer. Could you save us? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. My claustrophobia uh, would have already kicked in. Yeah. Me too, yeah. brother. Oh, me too. Yeah. We probably all be. <laughs> curled up in the corner somewhere. Um, just kidding, man. Okay. So your new record running home just released. Um, what can you tell us about the new record? Oh man, I'm so excited for it. Um, it's a step forward for us, not just as like a, you know, next record step forward, but step forward sonically step forward lyrically. I really wanted, uh, to, to broaden the sonics of this album and really let more of my influences bleed into it even more than the mm -hmm. first record. And mm -hmm. those influences being, you know, uh, like we talked about Billy Joel and the Eagles and then and yes. Springsteen and Seeger and, uh, and then some country stuff and some, and R and B and soul and blues and everything. And just let that kind of bleed more into it and see if we can't, uh, you know, unite all of those sounds in one direction. Uh, and I wanted the songwriting to just, be even more honest and more open. Um, the more that we tour and travel and we see people, the more I realize that like every time I'm, I'm nervous to be a little more real about something I'm going through. Uh, it's always seems to be rewarded when I do that. And, and people always seem to be blessed. And yeah. yeah, I see the look on their eyes of like, you know, Oh man, me too. Like, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad that I'm not the only one here in isolation, like struggling with this or hurting. And uh, so I wanted an album that did that even more uh, than maybe the first project of just reaching out and saying, you know, it's okay to, to have anxiety. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's normal and, and God is bigger than that. And he's not scared of it. 
Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah, come on. Uh, so yeah, we're loving, we're loving the new music. We always tell our listeners, anybody can stream, go out and buy it, go out and buy <laughs> and support the project. So, okay. Now that the record's out, um, you're on Toby Max hits deep tour, right? You're, yes. you're, you've been doing that. Um, Crowder, there's some others. Um, and that, that seems like that's probably been incredible, but okay. So this is what I'm curious about. One, does your wife tour with you? That's got to be kind of a fun dynamic at times. But two, do you have any funny tour stories? Because when you get that, you get a group of people together, there's bound to be some some moments where things really go off the rails. Yes. Uh, my wife does tour with me. Um, she's toured with me in some capacity, uh, our whole marriage for seven, almost eight years. Uh, but then she left. She was a teacher uh, for six years at a public school, taught music and choir. and uh, then she did a large tour with me and took some extended leave time in 2020. And she, uh, I was like, before we just jump off the you know, plank here, let's make <laughs> right. sure that you like touring at that, <laughs> right. at that level. And at that, you know, that busy of touring and, and she loved it. And the tour was so welcoming to her. And so then we we're like, all right, that's it. This is the year we're going to, you know, we're going to jump off. And then, you know, the pandemic and, I was like, Hey, what if you keep your government job with benefits for (laughs) like just a little bit longer, maybe. And so we did another year and then she left her position and, uh, we've just been touring together full time for a couple of years now. Uh, So it's been awesome. Uh, I've got some, I do have some funny stories. Uh, some, uh, not that they're inappropriate, but they're, uh, <laughs> some of them invo- involve, so we did drive-in tours. My funniest stories probably come from the drive-in theater tours we did. Um, and some of those stories, so just to set the scene for you, those drive-in tours are, you're in the middle of nowhere. So I'm used to doing <laughs> B and C level touring. You know, I'm, I'm used to not playing Chicago, but playing outside of Chicago. Right. But this, <laughs> this drive-in was like the only drive-in still functioning are outside of outside of Chicago. So <laughs> we are, we are in towns I've never heard of. I'm trying to find hotels and they don't even have chain hotels to stay at. It's Cause the, the tour was already booked. Toby was you know downscaled everything to make it work. And then uh, my manager, like, hey, what if Cochrane comes out on this tour uh, to open? It's like, well, we don't have any bunk space. You know, we've already got it figured out. And the lighting guy is already driving his truck and trailer separate from the, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll just hop in my little black Malibu car and I'll just drive behind the buses so I'm not sitting at my house for the next year. And so they're like, <laughs> fine, that's great. Come on out. 20 minutes, open the night, whatever. So I'm driving, trying to find these little hotels. But most of my funny stories involve being at these drive-ins that some of them just opened up again for these concerts. Like they had me playing movies. They mowed, you could tell they mowed the grass for the first time in a year, probably for us to roll in. <laughs> and there's no, some of them had no on-site facilities. Most of these all were porta potties for 30 people on a tour. So most stories involve the porta potty world. And so <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I'll just, I'll leave it there. And, 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 and being in South Alabama in hundred degree heat, trying to use the porta potty toilet paper that just dissolves on your hand, like tissue paper. Oh, we'll man. just, we'll just let it, we'll just, 
Yeah, use your imagination. Those are some of the stories. That's rough. That's that's the kind of stuff people don't know about. They go, oh, touring, that must be so glamorous. It's like, you don't even know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I still hear people talking about, uh, like they'll come up to me at shows, like we saw you and Toby at a drive-in and it was so neat seeing y'all sitting underneath that tent and and Toby's eating his dinner off a paper plate. And that was so (laughs) neat. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that was so neat. That was, oh, I'm so glad that you loved it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's fantastic, man. Well, in just a second, we're going to get to the big room question, but just as a reminder, man, fam, make sure you go follow Cochran Music on the socials and it's C-O-C-H-R-E-N Music. Um, And make sure you go grab a copy of Running Home, uh, brand new, just released. And uh, you you will like it, man. It, It is, it is a, I was just running around the house yesterday listening and maybe singing along as I was catching stuff a little bit. So uh, make sure you guys go grab a copy of that. Um, Well, Michael, we we end every uh, interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. If we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers, every production leader and all their volunteers, and we got them all together in one big room, maybe at a drive-in somewhere, you never know. Um, (laughs) We got them all together and we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to them? Wow. I think I would have to talk about contentment. I think, uh, because that's what I would need to hear myself. Mm -hmm. I think Um, for me, the local church ministry has always been um, it's been so easy to, to look across the fence and to, to look at the other person's yard or however you want to, you know, metaphor that, but to look at the church next to you or, or whatever and say, you know, I wish I had their budget or I wish I had their platform or I wish this and I wish that. And it's so tempting, man. And it's, especially because, you know, worship ministry has so many creative elements in it too. And anytime you're doing something creative, it's like, you know, I wish I had that gifting or I wish it was more appreciated here. And I think that I would just have to encourage the room uh, to, to feel content that God has given you this place and that what you're doing matters so much, mm. whether there's 5,000 people in your room when you lead worship or there's five. And, and, and the impact kingdom wise, uh, and, and the faithfulness doesn't change based on that. You know, God's not looking to tell us, man, you know, I'm so glad that you were, you know, so popular on earth. He wants to know that you're so faithful on earth. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm just convinced that there's so many small town, small church, faithful ministers that no one will ever hear about, um, that that are going to be sitting right next to Jesus, just like some of these guys mm-hmm. that are, that are very famous. And um, that would be my encouragement is just to know that what you do really matters and you, and you don't get to see the ripple effects for the kingdom. Sometimes in those ministries, you don't know who is in your congregation and what they do and what they impact and how they say, like maybe some other, uh, but God has gifted and set everyone in a place and there's no better. There's no worse. There's different. Mm-hmm. And that would be my encouragement. Oh man, that's, good. that's, that's so good. good. That's mm-hmm. so good. Um, what 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 are your next few stops on the on the tour? What's what's coming up? We're hitting Lexington. Uh, nice. And then nice. Uh, two nights outside of DC in Fairfax, Virginia, yeah. and then Norfolk, Virginia. So that's that's this nice. weekend. Yeah. 
Nice. Well, man, if we get a chance to catch one, I I would love it. And, yeah, uh, coming to Indy March nineteenth, man. So, uh, we'll ooh. we'll hook you up. You let me know. Okay, brother. I'll I'll uh, I'll DM you, man. All right. That would be a blast. We would love that. And uh, okay, you're in the family now, and I hope that's a good thing. Yeah, you're, I love you're it. You're like part. You're like one of us now. So. Um, I can't wait to see what God's going to do with you and, uh, man, keep, keep doing what you're doing. We, we love this. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me on. This was really a, it was a blessing for me. It was a lot of fun. I kind of want to like go bowling or just, just like we all just need to go hang out. Man. Just want to go hang Absolutely. out with them. You know, have a jam, have a jam session. Yeah, I, I'll bring the tambo. What are you bringing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's got keys and harmonica. Yeah, covered. he's got that covered. I so. could maybe. Uh, I don't know. What What is the little the like either a triangle? You could probably rock yeah. that, or the <laughs> the the little wooden like fish thing with the stick. That's, <laughs> you know that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see you uh, really getting down on one of those. That'd be good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I could. You know, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to be getting down. Yes. Yeah, so true. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 228 of the Worship Props podcast. Remember to go hit subscribe wherever it is that you uh, get your podcasts. That way you never have to look for us. We're just always there. Every single Tuesday morning. Automatic. 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 You open your podcast app and boom, there we are. Ready to hit play. So yeah, do that. Go hit subscribe. And like Brian said earlier, do us a solid. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice yes. review. Just guys, it, listen, guys. it's not that hard. It's not, you know, it I actually is. walked someone through it somewhat recently. Uh, my mom, yeah. my mom, how do I do this? Nice. I'm like, real easy. You just scroll down. It's actually, I think even when you're just listening to an episode, the option's there. So right. quit being lazy Run and just phone. do it. Run just your do phone. it. <laughs> And thank you so much for following us, for engaging, commenting, sharing, liking everything that you guys do. You're just amazing on all of the socials at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. And uh, you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah. And yeah. I said it again. I said it again. I said it. Is it legal? I'm still using, (laughs) we're using the hashtag. That hashtag is ours. That hashtag is ours. That's our real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we aren't the only that. ones who use it. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you know. might find, you, you might find on that hashtag. You might find interesting you might find the it. people that yeah. you would see using, using it. Yeah. <laughs> curious. You might say it's very curious, very curious, <laughs> peculiar. Um, we were so close. Hey, we were so we were, close right, to ending graciously. Right. And it went off the rails. <laughs> hey, Okay, you know who's going to bring us back on the rails? Our friends at Maven Media Productions. Guys, I hope you'll call them. If you're thinking about calling them, stop thinking about it and just call them. Have a consultation with them. Whatever you're looking for in in the streams of like, social media or coaching for your social media team or some leadership coaching for your team or design, branding, website, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. They're experts in the field and you can find them at mavenmediaproductions.com. They, I promise you, they will crush it for you. They're doing so much for us and Mm -hmm. uh, we just love them. They're great, great people. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks so much for listening to episode 228. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later.